Three minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to uh, Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro uh, with myself, Ayabong Atawa. I'd love to hear some of your perspectives on uh, what's coming out there of a discovery. As I was saying earlier on, I mean, uh, certainly uh, piques my own suspicions. And, uh, I mean, and I'm not talking about what I was saying about, you know, discovery and knowing where our premiums go into that nice massive building there in Santon. But um, this issue here of uh, what I would call, I guess, the red lining uh, of uh, black doctors in uh, investigations into fraud and waste. I'd love to hear your perspectives on that. You might be a a practitioner who has to interact uh, with um, medical aid providers every single day in the course of your work. Uh, Do give us a sense. I mean, is, is Discovery the only one that undertakes this kind of red lining? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, share with us some of your perspective. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. We're going to shift uh, uh, gears slightly, and uh, we go into our culture talk this uh, Thursday, and uh, we're taking a look at uh, the uh, world of uh, advertising. And I'm joined by uh, somebody who's certainly a seasoned hand uh, in that space. Uh, Neo Mashejo is the chief creating officer at MNC Sachi Group. Also, he's the co-founder of I See a Different You. He's also former chairman and current board member of the Luris, which is the premier advertising awards here in South Africa. And uh, he uh, uh, was uh, recently, uh, in November, towards the end of last year, named the Ad Industry Leader of the Year in the 2019 Ad Focus Awards. And uh, we've got uh, quite a bit uh, to ask of him today because uh, certainly I think uh, advertising will as anywhere in the world, be intertwined with uh, all of the debates around uh, identity, politics, and uh, all manner of other things, least of all for a society in transition like ours. Neo, how are you doing, my brother? I'm good in yourself, man. Oh, I can't uh, complain, brother. Can't yeah. complain, man. I know it's a, it's a few months later. It's probably now nearly three months into it. But uh, kudos once again. Congratulations uh, on uh, the uh, award there uh, as Ad Industry Leader of the Year. Uh, and uh, maybe that's a that's a good place for us to start. I mean, as somebody who's been in this industry for a long time, uh, what does that kind of recognition mean uh, to a neo and I guess uh, the mission that you've undertaken uh, in the world of uh, advertising? Um, I think uh, it came as a as a surprise, but because I was not like looking for it, mm. and you don't um, you just get nominated, and so I think it's just um, it's a good feeling to to be recognized. And certainly, I think uh, what is considered is more than the year mm. that was. So it's it, it goes into like um, the work and effort that has been put uh, over the years. Mm. So um, I I appreciate the award. Okay, all right. <laughs> now, what does MNC Sachi do, man? I mean, I mean, I've seen uh, you know when I'm in Cape Town, I sometimes see on uh, sort of the overway there. I sometimes see the offices there. And I, I mean, the offices look really nice. I always wonder what it is that you guys do. Um, we create um, a communication. We sp- uh, specialize in making sure that um, South African brands grow and consumers uh, get to know what the brands are about and get to buy our clients' products and like, mm. fall in love with uh, the, the brands. Mm. And, and, I mean, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, I've been in the industry 22 years. 22 years. Yeah. In, in that time, I mean... <laughs> You know, you would have dealt with a wide array of clients, but what key shifts have you seen in what it is that clients are wanting from you? But more importantly, in what comes out of uh, you know whatever creative brainstorms or whatever creative processes that you guys follow to deliver to the clients? 
Uh, I think uh, we're getting much, much closer to the consumer. Okay. And we, we're getting, we're finding a really uh, a South African voice. Mm. And uh, from, from the early days, um, the consumer, I think, was like quite neglected in what um, they want and mm. how they want to engage with brands. But right now, um, marketers uh, around the country know uh, the power of engaging and like having a true relationship with your com- with your consumer. Mm. So I think that has been the, the, the main shift. And also like um, social media has influenced and given like uh, more evidence than research will ever give you. Mm. You know, so like you, you can actively see your consumer, how they act, what In they In real time with. without having to put together focus groups. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they like they're, they're the real creatives. So mm. they're putting out work um, unprompted, and mm. like you, the the brands that like can tap into that, like they really shine through. Why why was there a disconnect in the first place? I mean, I was saying earlier on as we started the show that, you know, for the longest time, I mean, if if you were advertising a product that's largely used by black people, it might be rice, it might be washing powder. Throughout, I think there was a laziness uh, of the industry, and I think at, at the time there was a shortage of like uh, black people in the industry that could truly represent um, um, the consumer mm. well. So, like, you would uh, gravitate to the one thing that you know, you go like. Oh, like black people love a good course, time. Yeah. So, you know, so um, and those ads were obviously written by people who didn't understand the market. Mm. You can still do a, make an ad with black people dancing, but like that taps into a true insight around the product and why they're dancing. Mm. So like it's, it's, it's irritating when there's absolutely no reason to be dancing for rice, you know, so. But if you have a real insight, you see it. People post the videos mm. of themselves dancing all the time. But there must be a, a relationship between um, uh, that. And that's definitely what, um, what me coming into the industry are focused on, on trying to reflect the the, the true lived experience of uh, at the black consumer. Mm-hmm. And, and talk to me about, I guess, what you felt really pushed and compelled the industry to move in that direction. Because, you know, sometimes an established industry like that might just chill and really be inert and not want to move uh, if there isn't really some external force or even internally some push uh, to really push it in in a direction where it actually understands not only just five percent of the population uh, but uh, probably the majority yeah i think yeah it's like um you can only ignore your customer for so long mm. you know b- before it was a closed south africa was a closed market there wasn't real real competition and once the market opened up there was a real competition and like um, uh, brands were forced to 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 be honest and engage with the consumer. If you don't do it, um, then your brand suffers. So um, they had no choice. Mm, you know? mm. And I, I guess there's another dimension um, to this conversation. And I want us to maybe pause here and we'll pick it up on the other side of this brief break. But it's also about how, how people break into this industry. I mean, one of the things that came up through social media is this whole idea of open up the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've certainly had a lot of conversations with, you know, early stage black agencies that are saying, you know, the cost of just pitching um, sometimes is a very prohibitive factor. And, uh, you know, the odds of winning it sometimes are also so minimal that you really you don't know if you should be going into it. And uh, on the other side, I want us to talk about some of those barriers to entry. And more importantly, I guess what some of the bigger agencies can do 
to uh, potentially level out uh, the playing field. I'm in conversation with Neo Mashiro. He's the chief creative officer at MNC Sachi Group and uh, also the co-founder of I See a Different View. And we're talking to him about the state of the advertising industry here in South Africa. It is indeed, and 12 minutes it is after 8 p.m. I'm in conversation for our culture talk uh, this Thursday with uh, Neo Mashiro, Chief Creative Officer at MNC Sachi, and we're talking about the state of, S- of uh, advertising uh, here in South Africa. Now, Neo, before we went to the break, we were talking about some barriers to entry, especially for some of the newer agencies that are trying to crack it and break into the market and potentially bring a different proposition. I think you know many brands and many uh, consumers in your space um, often benefit from there being a diversity of, of agencies, uh, probably uh, not the kind of consolidation that one would see in other industries. But um, what are some of the barriers for newer entrants that want to come into this sector? Uh, I think it's a, it's a difficult industry to get into, but I, I think that's true for most industries. Sure, sure. You know? And um, for, for smaller agencies, um, as, as a country, we need to, to, to shift from... Um, wanting things, thinking that it's just difficult for us and switching it and realizing that it's difficult for everyone. Effectively, mm. there is, it's, it's, harder, it's hard for everyone. But I think if you're coming into advertising and it's a creative industry, uh, a small agency needs to look at creative ways of uh, breaking the, the barriers mm. that exist. It's like I would uh, start by not following the the rules that go into the pitch process sure, sure. and try target it differently outside of the pitch process mm. directly to clients, already presenting solutions to clients. Look for gaps. Don't try to get the entire big chunk of the account. Sure, sure. Get a piece of it and like prove yourself with the smaller pieces. Mm. I think what piece would that be? Like social media, influencer, management? Uh, or The piece that, that you be? think you can contribute the mm. most to the client's success. Mm. The, piece, the piece that you think that you'll excel most at, you know, what is your competitive advantage? Showcase that part and the client because you work with trust and relationships. And once you've proven to a client mm. that they can trust you with this small piece and then you grow that relationship. Sure. I think it's quite challenging even for the clients. It's difficult for a client to uh, give a brand to a new entity. You know, mm. like they, how do you justify it internally in, in a big corporation that you gave it to this particular one sure. uh, as opposed to like doing what we've always done, like Which going with the, the big, big agencies yeah. that you can, you go like if uh, something goes wrong, they will have the financial power uh, uh, muscle to, to back uh, whatever wrong thing happened, mm. you know. But I think for me, it's it's proving a point, proving your uh, creative prowess uh, outside of the pitch process. I think there is a big opportunity, especially with what the client, our clients are big. Big mm. corporate clients have like um, lots of uh, spaces that you can play in. Yeah. And realizing that it's going to be tough and it's not going to be tough for mm. like one year. It's going to be tough for many years. Sure, sure. To try and build up uh, uh, that kind of book of work or that portfolio of work and really that credibility in the marketplace. I was saying to you off air that for me, I mean, one of the most interesting things were, uh, uh, when I travel is, is to look at different billboards, different adverts uh, across different mediums in different spaces. Um, so if, if, uh, if I go to an Ivory Coast, I mean, one of the things that baffled me the most was, you know, to see even South African uh, uh, influences or South African well-known faces. I mean, I remember Vanessa Marawa on one advert in Ivory Coast. 
But um, a very large number of those adverts really, you know, at the center of them, having white subjects and, you know, white people in a country that is primarily black. Um, and that for me always says advertising sometimes gives you a glimpse into contests within the society and maybe a lot of unfinished business in the society. If you were to look from outside in here in South Africa, our own, you know, uh, uh, advertising agency or the state of it, uh, what observations would you come by? I I think the the big players have um, have turned around. They're getting it right, and the ones that are still continuing misrepresenting people, misre- uh, misrepresenting our society, it's to their disadvantage. Mm. So uh, the doing the right thing is to your brand's benefit, you know. And but I think majority of the work that we are seeing coming out of South Africa, uh, it's like we've come a long way. It's it's now. You you seeing faces that you would have never seen before. You mm. know, it's like everyone the the representations of consumers. It's not just supermodels. Sure, just like sure. going there. You know, mm. it's like you you can see like real South Africans in in the work and the storytelling. Mm. But there obviously there's still some that are still left behind, and they can sure. come to MNC Sachi and we can help them. <laughs> Yo, trust trust the yeah. chief creative officer to to plug uh, you know MNC yeah. and Sachi there. You were talking about social media earlier on. Uh, has that uh, pushed you guys to work even harder? I mean, I think about brands every single day being taken to the cleaners on the timeline, uh, and uh, you guys have to come in from time to time and advise and defend and you know mitigate the impact of some of that stuff. Yeah, I think it's it's made our our job definitely harder because mm. the risks are higher. On the one hand, social media has allowed us to sell work that we wouldn't be able to sell mm. because, like now, you they uh, it gives us like evidence that we didn't really have. It sure. would be like word of mouth, but now you can pull evidence from real consumers. But on the other end, it's whatever you put out, um, there will be a reaction, an immediate reaction. And if you are wrong, it's it, uh, you're gonna be in trouble. You mm. know? But like when you, I think it's that's where. Clients feel more comfortable working with people, uh, with agencies, with experience because they go like they can trust mm. um, that they know what they're doing and they've got like lots of clients that they work with and there's like lots of learnings around sure. that thing. But uh, certainly, um, I think um, uh, the consumer is the better creative okay. right now right. and I wish some of them I could bring them into my studio. Mm. But um it's different once you're working in the studio. You don't choose sure. what you work on. We work on what we get given. Okay. So right. that's, the, the, that's the challenge for uh, the creators. I mean, you work in a space where your time is the commodity you sell, by and large. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. billable hours. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, I sit here and I ask myself, you know, from the perspective of the brand themselves, have you had to change how you measure the value you add to them? I mean, a lot of them would come to you and say, look, man, I've invested so much money in this, but I haven't seen an improvement in my sales. Have you had to innovate and build an entire sort of entirely new frameworks of measuring the value and the impact of the work that you do? Yes, um, I think mostly the biggest way of measuring is uh, do you sell? And Mm. like most um, most brands look at that and. Um, if if you aren't selling, you you do lose you lose the client. Mm. But there are matrices used, uh, particularly digital, has allowed us to show evidence on how who engages with what for how long mm. and what does it lead to a sale. You know, so we we can uh, um, have proof points uh, in that regard. Okay, all right, my brother. 
Unfortunately, we have run out of time and we're going to have to leave it here. I mean, if you had any message, if at all, for some of the young creatives that are listening into this, trying to make their foray into the industry or either as, you know, creatives, account execs or or even as entrepreneurs in their own right, uh, what would that message be? Um, it would be for all of us as South Africans. It's, uh, it was never going to be easy. It won't be easy. Mm. So don't look for easy. So it's going to be tough. What you're doing when you when it's tough, it it tells you that this thing that you're doing is worth doing. Mm. You know, so um, it's 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 in the Bible, it's in the Quran, it's in the Torah. Zonke. You will work hard. Zonke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never easy. It's tough. Salute for my all of us. Salute. Thank you so much. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, that there was uh, uh, Nero speaking to us uh, this evening. He's the chief creative officer for the MNC Saatchi Group here in South Africa. So, uh, speaking about the state of uh, the South African advertising industry and uh, clearly showing that with all of the rapid change that's happening, not only on social media, but even in consumer preferences and uh, what consumers expect uh, from brands and, the, uh, and that brand promise, it certainly made their work more difficult and uh, even, I guess, cracking it into the industry. It might be that the windows are numerous, but it certainly doesn't make entry into the house any, any easier. Thank you so much, Neil. Give thanks.